All right, so you already got five great lessons learned from effective classroom presentations last week. This is part do or uno, dos, dos, or two. How many languages could I say two in? Oh, what am I getting at? I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and one of the great things about training in a classroom that I've learned is how to change the pace. And sometimes changing the pace is through laughter, sometimes it's through having groups kind of go here, there, everywhere. Sometimes the pace just needs to be changed by having some sort of an energizer. Stand up, stretch, touch two walls, give two high fives, sit back down. If you're not ready for the high five thing because of COVID and whatnot, you can do a foot five where you're just tapping each other's foot and then saying thank you and heading back to your table. So you can use your audience as a way to change pace. You can use your language and ling linguistics. So um, if I'm going to say one, two, three items, uno, dos, tres item, you know, you can utilize a variety of ways to transition. And I think that that helps to change the pace as well. The third part about changing pace is just... <sighs> Take a deep breath and be okay with going a little slower. It is only noticeable to you. The audience actually appreciates a pace that they can keep up with. Number seven, the purpose of a presentation is really to leave participants impressed by themselves and with themselves, not intimidated or impressed with me. I was just at a convention this last week and I raised your hand. How many of you have seen somebody from the Bob Pike group? Lots of hands go around. And I said, give me an example of what you learned that the lady said, well, I don't remember the trainer's name, but we did this really fun thing where dot, dot, dot. I paused after she shared and I said, this is a perfect example of a principle, great principle for effective classroom presentations, leaving impressed with the content and knowing the content can be used is more important than knowing and recalling the instructor that you had. Now, of course, she was frustrated, like, ah, who was it? And I, I named the person and she's like, ah, yes, that, that is, that was the trainer. He was amazing. Now, anyone listening that is a Bob Pike group person, you're going to wonder who it is. All right. Number eight, adults bring experience to training. Allow them to use it. Oh, think about that. They bring experience to training. How are you going to let them use it? The first most important thing you need to learn about this is giving up control. But are you really giving it up? Probably not. In order for participants to actually learn something and use it, they have to be the ones that say, yes, I agree with that. I'll take that in. I'm going to use it this, that other way. And, and really, they already have the control, but sometimes we feel like we do if we lecture or if we use just flip charts at the front of the room. So one thing to just consider is, hey, own and honor who's in the room with you. Say, you know what? Mike's in our room today. I know he has 20 years of experience in fill in the blank. Mike, not to put you on the spot, but in a couple of minutes, would you be willing to share with us a story of when things went wrong? I think it's really important for us to um, understand the repercussions if we don't 
really nail this next part of the training. I oftentimes ask the person in advance to kind of prepare and have something, but if you forget, you can give them a couple moments to kind of prepare and think through and consider before you call on them. Number nine, how help people learn how they learn and how to learn. Now, there are way too many different learning styles out there, and every single one of us was born unique. So that means each of us learn uniquely. But as an instructor, we can teach people how to learn. And how to learn is this, keep the formula, experience an activity, experience content, you know, dig in there, be present, practice by doing. Then people become aware of the concept you're teaching. And the final thing then is later on, it doesn't have to be right away. It could be an hour, two, three hours after your experience that you share the theory, why what you're doing is, is so important. And then finally, 10, teach from a prepared life as well as a prepared lesson plan. My dad taught me this and told me this 18 years ago when I joined the Bob Pike group. I was freaking out. He called me the night before saying, hey, Becky, do you want to try out in the showcase tomorrow? We'd love to have you see if you can join the team. And I'm like, dad, it's 930 at night. I don't have anything prepared. I don't have PowerPoints. And he said this to me, Becky, we teach from a prepared life, not a, a prepared lesson plan. And so I want you to teach us something from your life. And I, I just love that because it's so much freedom in that. So your next presentation, whether it's a message meeting, whether it's a marketing meeting, whether it's a training, what can you share from your prepared life that's going to make an impact and a difference? I'm Becky Pike-Pluth. This is a Creative Training Techniques tip, and I'm going to get to see you next Friday.